0: Alright, here's the disclaimer for this episode There's not a lot of cussing on it There's not But when there is, the words are not wasted So this one definitely PG-13 to R Get the kids out of here And enjoy the show Soon we could all be living like Smurfs I'll explain in just a sec
1: The Daily Detour. Headlines and entertainment on your schedule. Featuring music by our house band, Quickie. And now, your host, Dan
0: Roberts. Welcome in. Happy Friday. I hope you like pop culture news. I hope you like Taylor Swift and Star Wars and Marvel because there's a lot of news regarding uh, those pop culture icons to get through. As we conclude homeschool week the homeschool podcast my guests this week Andrew Rivers Corey Michaelis it's the final uh, segment with them but first uh, let's explain my opening statement we could all soon be living like Smurfs what's he talking about does he mean there's going to be like 200 guys to every one girl I don't know maybe that could be a thing I'm not up on the science there but talking about mushrooms remember the Smurfs lived inside mushrooms And if memory serves, it was very Smurfy in those mushrooms. And so there's a designer at Stanford who has figured out how to grow building bricks out of mushrooms that are stronger than concrete. That's the Cliff Notes version. I'll try to explain as best I can. It's actually not the mushroom itself uh, that he's making these bricks out of. Rather, it is the roots that make up the vast majority of fungus life forms. It's called mycelium. And I guess it's very durable- It's waterproof, it's non-toxic, fire-resistant, and biodegradable. The reason that this works, the reason he's able to do this, is because he packs up the the mycelium uh, in bags of sawdust before drying them out and cutting them with extremely heavy duty steel blades. This works because mushrooms digest cellulose in the sawdust, which converts it into the same fiber that insect exoskeletons are made from. I mean, this is like some, speaking of Marvel, this, is, this sounds like some superhero business right here. In fact, mycelium is already being used by others to make seaworthy canoes and eco-friendly coffins. So right now this guy, uh, his name is Phil Ross from Stanford. Right now, he's making these bricks, and he's, uh, you know, done some kind of artistic things with them just to show that, you know, you can build them up together like Legos and create a very solid, very strong structure. And I have to figure this guy is an outlier, right? Uh, It only takes one. It only takes one genius to change the world. And who knows? We might all be living in mushroom houses someday. And at that point, I think we should seriously consider dyeing our skin blue just to complete the uh, transformation into the Smurfs that we we are all destined to become. Anyway, kind of cool. I don't know how that works with uh, allergies. It seems like that's a good place for some kind of mold allergy. All right, how about some entertainment news? It is time for the Daily Dish. I I mean, I could go on for an hour about all the entertainment news today, but certainly something rises to the top here. Something uh, trumps everything else. And I guess uh, that would be Disney, who had their Investor Day event, which they do annually, and released tons of information about Marvel and Star Wars and Disney Plus uh, and theatrical movies that they're working on. No less than 10 new Star Wars shows or films, no less than 10 for Marvel as well. I like Marvel. I love Star Wars. So let's start there. The next Star Wars movie that will be in theaters, provided theaters are still a thing, in 2023. Uh, Yeah, that's when it's coming out, December 22nd, 2023. It is called Rogue Squadron, and it will be directed by Patty Jenkins, who has done the last, well, she's done the Wonder Woman movies, Wonder Woman and Wonder Woman 1984. So that is something to look forward to. Also, fan favorite director Taika Waititi is working on a Star Wars project, a film. Lucasfilm president Kathleen Kennedy said that uh, Waititi's enormous talent and sense of humor will ensure that audiences are in for an unforgettable ride. So that's generic as hell and uh, a lot of hype, but I'm sure it'll be great. We just, there's nothing to say about it. So she said that. Also announced today, the Obi-Wan Kenobi Disney Plus series will feature the return of Hayden Christensen as Darth Vader. Which, what does that mean? Does this pick up after Revenge of the Sith, I guess, then? And if so, then he's already in the suit, right? So is he? does he have to David Prowse it at this point? He's just in the suit, and maybe James Earl Jones is voicing? Or will it take place in between, you know, like, say, episode two and episode three? But then they have to de-age them. It'll be interesting. I don't know what to expect there. Maybe he will be Darth Vader and not Anakin. It says Darth Vader, and we'll get a lot more shots of uh, Darth with his helmet off which is super pretty. No one's swiping for a date with Darth Vader if his helmet's off. I'm just saying that. Okay, spoiler alert here if you haven't watched The Mandalorian this season, but Rosario Dawson made a big impression as Ahsoka Tano in her live action uh, debut as a character, and Ahsoka gets her own series on Disney+. Plus. Super excited about that. There's also a series set within the timeline of The Mandalorian, so it will be a spinoff, basically, called Rangers of the New Republic. And I think there was already some foreshadowing about that, right? With uh, some of the New Republic Star Warriors pilots, X-Wing pilots. I don't know. You've seen them patrolling the galaxy. So I assume that's what that will be about. It'll It'll be following those characters. Lando gets his own series. The question is, will it be Billy D. Williams? Somehow I doubt it, but I would love that. Will it be Donald Glover? who did a great job in the solo movie. And I I liked that movie from the start. A lot of people hated it before they saw it. And so it didn't do very well at the box office. But I understand it has picked up uh, a little steam since there's been some distance between the theatrical release and people, you know, being trapped at home with only Disney Plus to entertain them. Now, one Star Wars series we've heard about for a couple years now has finally started shooting as of three weeks ago in London. And that would be Andor based on the character Cassian Andor from Rogue One. So that will be a prequel to Rogue One, because we all know how that ended, right? And Diego Luna is back for that. In fact, he's the one that's been spilling the tea on the, on the series. He's the one that confirmed that the show is already being uh, filmed. The creators of the Netflix series Russian Doll are bringing a new Star Wars series to Disney Plus with something called The Acolyte. And they call it a mystery thriller that will take the audience into the shadowy secrets and emerging dark side powers in the final days of the High Republic era. I told you there's a lot. There's a lot here. And if I was on the radio right now, I'd be done talking about it. But because this is a podcast, and if you don't like it, you can just skip ahead. We have time, right? We're friends. We can spend a little time on this. By the way, this might be a good place to mention that uh, some podcasting apps allow you to see chapters in the podcast. And so, indeed, if uh, Star Wars is not your thing, or you just want to get to Andrew Rivers and Corey Michaelis, or whatever the case might be, I've divided the actual podcast up into chapters, which you can skip back and forth on. You know, if you wanted to share a bit of it later with someone, just play that one segment. You don't have to waste your time and their time, you know, dragging your finger along the little progress bar, trying to find where was that thing that I liked? You can just hit the chapter button. But again, not all podcast apps have that. So just check it out. Take a look. You might get lucky. Yet another Star Wars series, The Bad Batch, and I think this is animated, and it is about the first batch of clone warriors, clone troopers, who apparently were a bad batch, but I guess they they have at least one exceptional skill, and now they've banded together like the Dirty Dozen or something, and they're going to go on mercenary missions. Also animated, and this has some flavor to it, uh, Star Wars Visions will be little short animated films from the best in anime the leading Japanese anime studios giving fresh and diverse cultural perspective to Star Wars. I've only seen a handful of, you know, manga comic books about Star Wars. But, you know, th- it is kind of cool and fresh to see the characters depicted that way. And if I could read the text, I might be even more excited. Might have more of those in my collection. Although I love Star Blazers. When I was a kid, I loved this series Star Blazers. And I, I have plenty of books about Star Blazers that I can't read a word. It's all in Japanese characters, but they're cool and I like to draw, so it was still worth the money. Good reference material. Another animated series is a droid story, which will introduce a brand new droid as the hero of this series, but that droid will be guided by R2-D2 and C-3PO. I guess they're going to mentor the droid. I don't know. So that's fun. Disney also announced, uh, or Lucasfilm announced, that they're working on Indiana Jones with Harrison Ford back, and we knew that. We knew that was happening. They're shooting next spring, and it will arrive, God willing, July of 2022. Willow, which is a movie from Ron Howard from 1988, Disney giving that uh, the sequel treatment as a series, and Warwick Davis does return for that, and that's kind of it for familiar Lucasfilm properties. Disney also announced that uh, several upcoming movies are now being rerouted to the streaming service Disney+, Plus, including Pinocchio with Tom Hanks. I didn't even know that was a thing that was happening. Peter Pan and Wendy and an Enchanted sequel with Amy Adams called Disenchanted. Isn't that the name of the Matt Groening series on Netflix? I wonder if they'll run into any problem with that name, with that title. Maybe they've already settled that. But a lot of fans uh, who wanted to see Black Widow over the summer... From Marvel and Disney. Probably expected it to go the the Disney Plus route, the HBO Max example, but Black Widow is going to open in theaters May 7th exclusively. So you either love that or you hate it. What it means is you have to wait have to wait till next summer to see it. But you'll get to see it on the big screen. Disney also working on a Beauty of the Beast prequel series, a Moana animated series, a three men and a baby reboot with Zach Efron. Uh, I assume he'll be in the legendary Steve Gutenberg role. <laughs> that The original was uh, directed by Mr. Spock, by the way. Leonard Nimoy directed Three Men and a Baby. Uh, who else was in that? Ted Danson was in that, and Tom Selleck was in that. Did that with my brain. Didn't even have to Google it. Google would have been a lot faster. Anyway, that is a laundry list of stuff. You've probably skipped to the next chapter by now. Even I'm tired of my voice. So let's let someone else talk. We'll get back to entertainment news. But right now, it is time to bring homeschool week, sadly, homeschool week to a close. Corey Michaelis has been spending the week uh, on the Daily Detour podcast, as has Andrew Rivers, who spent Thanksgiving at his brother's. Yesterday, we learned that he inadvertently got the dog high, the family dog high. It's a puppy, and uh, the puppy will eat anything that's around, uh, including, you know, you know how it is, Barbie doll clothing and all that stuff. Well... Anyway, listen to yesterday's episode for that story. Today, Andrew has a very different story to tell us. What, uh You also had a, a celebrity sighting while on oh, vacation. I yeah. was
2: uh, in Los Angeles, and uh, nobody recognized me, but um, <laughs> I, met, uh, I met Jay Leno. Oh, it's
1: so frustrating when they do, so you don't like it. They're all over you, and they want autographs. Yeah. <laughs> so you're better off not...
2: Yeah, I yeah. don't know. Yeah, it sounds rough. But uh, <laughs> yeah, so my brother goes to a there's a car show called uh, Malibu Cars and Coffee. And um, every Sunday, they just a bunch of cars there. And uh, my brother is the out of work uh, commercial um, director. So yeah, he's
0: he's had big success as yeah, a commercial he's director. He's done
2: really big stuff. He's he's doing really well. And uh he's done car commercials and stuff like that. So he thought, like, ah, oh, why don't I just go take some sh- shots of cars and look at cool angles and maybe I'll meet some people that want to film something. So um it's funny, even we were walking around, and I was like, I bet you'd run into like Seinfeld out here. Um and then Like literally 10 minutes later, he goes, oh, there's Jay Leno. And it was like, oh, shit. That's really cool. And uh, and he was like, yeah, he was like, you want to go talk to him or whatever? And I was like, nah, I don't, you know, I don't want to bug him. And he had a mask on, which was impressive. But, uh, you know, it feels like that's a that's like a Kardashian in regular pants. You know what I mean? (laughs) Just having a stock mask for Jay Leno. It's a lot of chin, giant chin. Yeah, yeah. To hold in, but uh, but then I saw him take some photos and some selfies with people, so I was like, Oh, he's clearly not perturbed at the thought, yeah. And uh, because I thought, like, it's COVID, you don't want to be next to people too much. And would and you have, would, if it wasn't
0: COVID, would you have been quicker about making that
2: decision? No, think? I probably would have given the same amount of. You know, I, I like to observe this. I would not run up yeah. and be like, give me a photo. Like, I would make yeah. sure that uh, he seems to be happy yeah. and comfortable. I'm a comedian, too. And yeah. I watched you growing up, and I have been doing comedy 10 years. I have a special. I'm a real boy. And uh, <laughs> sure you are, buddy. And um, All right, take the photo. Yeah, yeah. So... um yeah, I just saw him literally. I was like the third person in, in 30 seconds to take a photo with him. So it was, I was just yeah. kind of grabbed him while he got done with another photo. I was like, hey, I get a quick photo. Yeah. And he I, was like, there was even one photo I got to actually, I, I regret My brother has it, but he. I only had him send me one. But the second photo, Jay is already looking away. Like he's like, <laughs> he's like literally, you could see his face being like,
0: eh, I'm trying he's, to leave. Yeah, he's got one arm. And yeah, one yeah. leg Out, he's, he's yeah. like
2: halfway out the frame. He's and like scurrying leaving. out of the
0: frame. Yeah, but yeah, you're, prob- you're probably like me in that. I, I, I mean, I love getting my picture taken with celebrities, and I think that my theory is that goes back to Santa Claus, the first celebrity that you meet as a kid. That's
2: funny, I, I was curious. Some... I wrote it down as a premise, but I didn't really yeah. think of anything with it. Well, of like, well, that's
0: my premise, Andrew. <laughs> I think that's
2: good. I think that's yeah. a good. That's a good starting point as I've ever heard. I didn't, I don't understand why we want. I think it's just a reflection of the memory and like. Yeah. Well, yeah, there's a lot of
0: nostalgia or. Yeah. Or even. I get to
2: share my Tonight Show memories with everyone. And that that makes me think of that. And that brings a little bit of joy to people that can relate to that and be like, oh, I used to watch this with my dad or whatever.
0: Yeah, exactly. But I was going to say that I don't, I will just stand back and be curious and observe. Maybe if I see someone famous that I'm not necessarily like, they don't mean a ton to me. I just recognize it. I'm not going to bug that person. But if I'm like, I mean, if I saw Seinfeld or somebody, I'm probably going to like, but I probably will like scan the situation. Plus I'm not sure. Like I see, well, you watch comedians in right. cars. If it's just you see,
2: like Corey Michaelis, you're not going to ask for a photo, no, but, or it, you know, but <laughs> you'd be like, oh, that's I have. A I've, guy. I, I
0: yeah, I've gotten photos with both of you, and they're framed in there looking at them right like, now. Oh my God. Yeah. Uh. No, I don't know. I've seen Seinfeld, though, and I love Seinfeld, but I've seen if you watch comedians in cars, I'm not sure which Seinfeld I'm going to get. Like, he right. stops for pictures and is very friendly with people on camera, but then sometimes he's he seems kind of snotty with like. The sure. servers and stuff. I don't yeah. so which that might that one I might not go for, I guess.
2: I think you would read the situation and go, Does he feel do I feel like he wants to be bugged right now? You know?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Um you know Louis uh one of Louis old great jokes of uh, Louis C. K had a joke about uh you know, he doesn't like to take pictures. And so these people came up like, Hey, will you take a photo for us? And he's like, no, but like, what's your name? And like, let's just cherish this experience. Yeah. yeah. And,
0: like, no, that's cool. And too. then,
2: uh, and then at the end of the thing, he like walks away and he's like, really nice to meet you. And they're like, just holding the camera. And they're like, Oh, we meant take a photo of us. We don't know. who yeah. You
0: are. <laughs> Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's hilarious.
2: <laughs> Speaking of photos of Santa, right, I'm a little loose there, Corey. You're, Cool. Yeah, what happened that I sound funny? Yeah, you're, you're uh,
0: yeah, a little uh, static.
1: Now? Oh,
2: now, now, now,
1: you your microphone loop. is
2: disintegrating.
0: I, I didn't talk for so long.
2: He's gotta buy a new XLR there. How About uh, there. Now, uh the-
0: it could be the cord. Sometimes, if you and I'm not making a joke. Sometimes, if you pop it out, pop out the cord and blow where you connect it, there can be dust in there. You Not
1: blowing on there. anything.
0: <laughs> <laughs> now you're clear, but you're a little tinny, but you don't have static.
1: Yeah, I switched to my onboard mic.
0: Any parting uh, words about the podcast or anything else that you want to promote?
1: Parting or partying?
0: Uh, I think I actually said P A R D, and that's just my <laughs> parting. Any parting? Well, uh, yeah, we like uh, thank yeah.
2: Corey for his uh, crimes and children. <laughs>
0: Listen to the podcast,
1: and then uh, we are on Patreon to watch the video of our beautiful faces while we tell the jokes.
0: How has that been going for you guys? I've, I mean, that's really intimidating, I think, to to do the Patreon thing and make a good We have
1: it. two followers, so that's fine.
2: <laughs> I thought we had three. Did we lose someone? Oh, we have three? <laughs> I thought we had You might two. be right,
1: you might be right. I have two on my other podcast, I think. Oh. That oh. one's weird cuz it's strippers. So I would think there'd be a bunch of <laughs> people wanting to see those videos, but uh, Yeah, but
2: uh, strippers are uh, uh, clothed, clothed or they're worried
0: <laughs> that you're not clothed, you know? <laughs>
1: so uh yeah listen homeschool with a k it's on all the things where you would listen to podcasts
0: and andrew you've got comedy uh, you have done a comedy album or two right and those are available on your youtube i got a dry bar special i
2: got a pandemic special i got a special that's supposed to come out in january uh we'll see what happens with that um but yeah just stay tuned to all my channels i mean i put up bits that aren't fully complete and i just you know i mean what who cares they get it if someone comes and sees one joke that they've seen before, uh, yeah. that's all good. Uh, I'm just trying to write and, and take advantage of uh, all this free time. Cause I think once we get back to our regular lifestyle, it's going to be, yeah, you know, I mean, what's fun too is uh, still doing this podcast while I'm able to travel and stuff has been a good test for me to be like, Oh, I can write when I'm busy. I've just been making excuses for a couple of years. So
0: it's really I think we're all it's been a year of growth for anybody that's creative at all. Hope so. Yeah. I
2: see a lot of people like, oh, fuck 2020 and this uh, forget it. And uh, hey, you don't have to be productive to feel worthwhile. And it's like, who are these people? Like, I've had a great year. <laughs> the government paid my bills, thankfully. Um, I wish they would keep doing that. But um, uh, yeah, it's been it's. Uh, I think also we're lucky because we're in Washington State that um, they're very progressive and um, their goal is to n- is to make unemployment easy to get as opposed to like yeah some states like Florida are like well you have to go wait in line for seven hours and fill out this paperwork and oh, do, yeah. you yeah know, and it's like well, what am I doing wrong fight. though
0: yeah the the website kicks me out like almost every move I make on the screen. Really, and it doesn't matter if I'm on my Mac or a or a PC laptop or. I don't know what to tell
2: you. I mean, uh, it works great for me. Maybe it just comes (laughs) up in the system.
1: Maybe it has facial recognition. It's like
2: ah. We don't want this guy to get unemployment. No, I think I mean I think the website is. uh, I mean, as long as you don't. I log on like I probably do my thing at like 3 a.m. So it's see that's why
0: I'm not see I if you're trying
2: to get on like Sunday morning, which is like the first time you're eligible that's when the rush is i think but yeah. uh
0: i still got up at like five or six the first uh week or two of the unemployment and now <laughs> now it's gotten a little bit later so yeah it's, it's prime yeah time, yeah your
2: normal hours are adjusting so uh what's the plan are you gonna just try to get in the radio gig or see what happens
0: yeah, I want to get another radio gig, but I and I, I really want to do mornings, so we'll see. And then, I don't know, it's given me time to... I would love to see ha- something happen with the podcast, but that's a pipe dream, you know? If it happens, it happens. But hey. And I know it takes time. It's not going to pay... You, the, if, you if know, some- yeah,
2: you give it Wait, time and you an can have... this
0: podcast yet? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. I'm Why are you here? This is ridiculous. Leave studio. You,
2: you're hoping we're going to give you followers? <laughs> we were hoping the opposite. This is... Uh, you know, uh, hey I, no, I, I, think, all okay. I believe in you and uh, and uh, <laughs> you know we're gonna look back in two months and you're gonna have three patreon followers just like we do so
0: <laughs> excellent excellent all right level playing field thank you so much guys i'll let you go talk to you next time i hope i hope there'll be a next time all right see Later, you guys next. Andrew Rivers and Corey Michaelis, good guys, and uh, certainly when things open up, they will be coming to your hometown, so keep an eye out for them. You can keep track of them on their socials. I've got a link for you in the episode description of the Daily Detour today. Try to make things as easy as possible for you. Ain't I sweet that way? Yeah. All right, I guess this brings us to uh, the Daily Dish Part 2, bonus edition, and I'll start with the number-obsessed Taylor Swift. You know, 13 is a big deal for her. She says, ever since I was 13, I've been excited about turning 31 because it's my lucky number backwards, which is why I wanted to surprise you with a brand new album. That's right. Taylor Swift has released her third album in under two years. She says, you've all been so caring, supportive, and thoughtful on my birthdays. And so this time I thought I would give you something. You still got to pay for it, I assume. <laughs> Anyway, the new album is called Evermore. It dropped at midnight last night. 15 brand new Taylor Swift tracks, two bonus tracks on the deluxe edition. And Evermore is kind of a sister album, she's calling it, to folklore, which she released over the summer. She says, to put it plainly, we just couldn't stop writing songs. To try and put it more poetically, it feels like we were standing on the edge of the folklorian woods and had a choice to turn and go back or to travel further into the forest of this music. We chose to wander deeper in. And she's got a brand new music video that she released at midnight as well to go along with that for the track Willow. No relation to Warwick Davis. I assume. Who knows? I can see Taylor Swift being a a Willow fan. So that happened. Taylor Swift proving just how prolific she is. That's crazy. And it's going to be a number one album. I'm saying it right now. Number one album. Which would make three, right? I think. Three number one albums in under two years. Take that, Elvis. Take that, Beatles. Madonna, Prince, Bruce. Step aside. Make way. Taylor, this way. This way to number one. That's something. And I'll bring it down for just a second here. Just a second. A couple of celebrities have tested positive for COVID 19. The one getting the most attention is Ellen DeGeneres. She says she's feeling fine, though. So best to her. She's Basically been quarantining anyway during her show from home, which begs the question, how'd you get it, Ellen? And Carrie Ann Inaba from Dancing with the Stars and The Talk, she has tested positive for COVID-19. And she's resting at home and dealing with the symptoms, lots of aches and pains for her. So not having quite as easy a time of it as Ellen is having, at least when the story was first reported. And finally, let me tell you about Dolly Parton. The life-saving Dolly Parton. Dolly, is this the year of Dolly Parton just coming back into our consciousness, our collective consciousness, and showing us not just how talented she is, but what a good person she is? Because that's the takeaway, isn't it? If you've read anything about Dolly this year, she helped fund the coronavirus vaccine, for crying out loud. And on the set of her Christmas movie for Netflix, Christmas on the Square, uh, she rescued a child actress. Here's what happened in the words of the little girl. Talia Hill is her name. She's the youngest of three siblings cast in the holiday movie. And she says that while filming, she ventured off to get a cup of hot cocoa. I totally get it, Talia. I love that hot chocolate. And as she was heading back, the young actress said she felt somebody physically grab her and pull her back from a car that was headed in her direction on the set. And she looked up, and it was Dolly Parton! Talia said she was surprised. She let out a gasp. And Dolly said, well, I am an angel, you know. And that's because she plays an angel in the movie, I guess. But also, that's about the cutest uh, thing I've ever heard. You are an angel, Dolly. Dolly Parton would be the only angel to pass in front of me, and I wouldn't be distracted by the wings. Know what I'm saying? In fact, it makes you wonder if she could even take flight. Anyway, poor Dolly. A lifetime of boob jokes. But, you know, she's made a lot of them herself. She is in on the joke. And, you know, I would guess she's probably made more of those jokes than anybody else. Well, her and Johnny Carson. That's going back a ways, kids. Google it. You'll have time because uh, this podcast is over for the day, over for the weekend. Thank you so much for listening. Tell your friends about it. Subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Next week, Josh Firestein joining me. Uh, he's a comedian out of the Seattle area. Super funny. He calls himself the Fat Tom Cruise, and he sells T-shirts that have the Top Gun logo modified on it, and it's a uh, Muffin Top Gun. <laughs> which I think is hilarious, uh, and I have one of those, and uh, that's a good one. That gets people's attention. My T-shirt's not as funny, but a lot of heart went into them. You can find those, uh, well, there's a, a link to the shop in the episode description. Santa Claus, Rudolph, the Christmas gang waiting for you there, and a daily detour mug, if you like. Keep pencils in it, put coffee in it, a little shot of whiskey. What, look, I, there's no judgment. It's your mug. Once you buy it, no one's going to judge you on my end. Do what you got to do. Anyway, lots of fun next week with Josh Firestein and lots of Christmas talk as well as the holiday approaches. Chat with you then.
1: You've been listening to The Daily Detour, a production of Basic Bits LLC, hosted by Dan Roberts, music by Quickie, and I'm your announcer, It Wolf. New episodes drop Monday through Friday. Subscribe now so you never miss a moment.
2: And we'll chat with you next time. Hi. Hi!
1: Schmaler